Ever wondered why you care so much about what other people think? Well, it might have something to do with your self-esteem. Let's dive in. Welcome to Weight Loss Made Simple. I'm Dr. Stacy Heimberger, a physician and advanced certified weight loss coach. If you're on a mission to not only lose weight, but also transform your health and wellness, you've landed in the perfect spot. Forget about restrictive, trendy diets. We're cutting through the noise and zeroing in on two fundamental pillars that will empower you to achieve lasting weight loss. So if you're ready to transform your life, let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Weight Loss Made Simple. Today, we are going to talk about why we often find ourselves caring way too much about what other people think. Spoiler alert, it might have something to do with our self-esteem, but we're going to talk through it. So I looked up some definitions of self-esteem, and what I found was self-esteem is the confidence in one's own worth or abilities or self-respect, and three types of self-esteem. We have an overly high self-esteem where we would feel superior to others. People with overly high self-esteem are often arrogant or self-indulgent. Maybe they feel super entitled. I'm sure we all know somebody like that. People with low self-esteem might feel inferior to others. They're always looking at ways that they have failed. I definitely knew someone who used to be like this. Or healthy self-esteem, which is where we would love to be, where we have an accurate and balanced self-view. So I think balanced is really the key word there. So how do we know where we're starting? We always need to know where we're starting so that we can go somewhere, make a change if we want to. So the best place is to start listening to your self-talk. What is that running dialogue in your head about who you are, where you're succeeding, where you're failing? Is it accurate and is it balanced? We have a lot of beliefs about our identity. And what I want to say about that is that a belief is just a thought that we have thought so many times that we believe it to be true. So if we have a belief like, I can't lose weight or my people are just heavy, that might not really be true. It's just that we've said it so often that we think it is true or it's been told to us so often we believe it's true. But our beliefs about ourself, that creates our overall sense of worth. And when our thoughts about ourself and our overall sense of worth are low, what we have a tendency to do, because that doesn't feel good, is that we start to borrow other people's thoughts about us. So we start to borrow thoughts from other people. So when someone tells us, that we look nice or we're a nice person, we're compassionate, we're kind, whatever it is, we really take that in. So that really penetrates us. The problem with positive thoughts from other people is that we're starting so negative, lots of times we don't believe it. So we don't give it as much credibility as a thought from someone else that might be negative. So all it takes is one thought from someone, one opinion from someone else that we are not worthy, bad in some way, a failure in some way, and we give that so much more credibility than 
the nice things people say. And it's all a problem because we're not able to do that for ourselves. When we are dependent on other people's thoughts to bolster us up, it's honestly just never going to be enough. It's never going to be said in exactly the right way because our brain has been saying such terrible things to us that it's looking for the hidden negative. So tell me if this sounds familiar. You're feeling insecure about your weight, insecure about the outfit that you wear to Thanksgiving dinner. Someone says, you look nice. Your brain interprets that as they're just saying that. They're just saying that. They don't want to really tell me that it looks like I've gained weight or that it's too tight or it's showing a lump or bump. They just don't want to tell me that because they're nice. We never take it in as true. Now, if our family member that maybe is not so nice, the same dinner says, looks like you gained a couple of pounds. That's the only thing we're going to hear from that day. We're not going to hear all the, you look nice. Thank you for coming to dinner. What you made was delicious. Or the other 50 compliments or nice thoughts said about us that day. We're only going to hear and give credibility to the one that is negative that said something we were already thinking about ourselves. Looks like he gained a little bit of weight because it's just going to feed into what we've been telling ourselves this whole time. So when we cannot build up our own self-esteem and we borrow thoughts from other people to do it, it's never going to be enough. So you can see how this is never going to work. We don't believe the praise and we overbelieve the criticize because we are doing a lot of self-criticism. We are criticizing ourselves so much that when someone else says it, we latch right on. Yep, that must be true. We're not praising ourselves. So when someone else does praise us, we immediately negate it. That can't be true. They didn't really mean it. They're just nice. So if we are borrowing other people's thoughts and someone says a negative thought, it is going to be particularly damaging because we're already thinking those things about ourselves. So then we interpret that as they hurt our feelings But the only thing they did was reinforce the shitty things we've been saying to ourselves. We are hurting our own feelings. Now, this was news to me when I first realized this, because I can tell you, especially as a moody teenager, there were numerous dinners where I would leave the table crying, shut myself in my room, and just be devastated that other people had hurt my feelings. But it wasn't them. They probably didn't even say what I think I heard them say. I had such low self-esteem and had been thinking such negative things about myself that they could have said the sky was blue and I would have heard you're bad and terrible and left the table crying. So I just think this is something to start thinking about before we're in these situations. The other thing I want you to be on the lookout for is if we're thinking all these negative things about ourselves, we start looking for outside opinions, someone reinforces it by saying something we interpret as negative, we're already feeling insecure, they comment on that, we're triggered, it can easily start what I call a shame spiral. 
This is where we start to go down the rabbit hole and start asking our brain for all the proof that they're correct. So if they say, looks like you gained a couple of pounds, or maybe they even say your shirt looks nice, and we've interpreted that as they're not really saying that the shirt must look terrible. It can start this spiral of negative thoughts, negative feelings, negative thoughts, negative feelings. And it's basically like we're just punching ourselves in the face for the whole dinner. So it makes perfect sense that we would have a tendency to emotionally overeat at that dinner. When we eat, neurochemicals are released from our brain that make us feel better. So emotional eating, when we are trying to avoid a negative feeling and we eat food, it works. Our brain releases feel-good chemicals that are associated with food. So whatever bad things we were thinking, whatever thoughts were spiraling, whatever feelings were spiraling, food will shut that down. Our brain knows this. So when we're in a spiral where we're punching ourselves in the face with thoughts and feelings that are negative about ourselves, it makes perfect sense that our brain is going to tell us to go eat something. The real kicker of it is, is the higher in sugar that is, the more chemicals are released. So this might be why we want an extra big piece of dessert. It's not that we're weak. It's that our brain wants to stop feeling bad. And that is something that is completely understandable. So what can we do about this? The first thing we need to do is start listening to how we're talking to ourselves. And if you're really talking to yourself, like I was, like a just total jerk. We need to stop doing that. And that is not easy. The easiest thing to do, which is not easy, and I'm going to be honest, it's not easy. If we want to start changing this pattern, we have to start telling ourselves what is good about us. What are our strengths? What are our achievements? No matter how small, And we need to celebrate them. Can't just pass them over. If you can't think of anything, really listen to what your friends say about you. And don't act like they're just saying that to be nice. Are they saying something nice about you? You're a very loyal friend. You're pretty. You're kind. Whatever it is. Take that in 100%. Don't negate it. The other thing you can do, affirmations work. Now, sometimes it's a little too far. People don't like saying nice things to themselves in the mirror, but there's real evidence behind affirmations working. If you can't do that, I will tell you what I started doing. Every time I would look in the mirror, my brain would immediately tell me the flaws aplenty that it was used to reciting. When that was over, I would find one nice thing to say about myself. One nice thing to say about my body. Just one. Oh, your skin looks nice today. Your makeup looks nice. One thing, if saying something nice is out of reach, you are not broken, this is not a problem, try and say something neutral. Maybe we can't get all the way to nice. That's okay. But if you're saying things about yourself, like, ugh, look at those rolls, look at those legs, what if we can just say, those are human legs? I have a human body. Just neutral. I am built like a human. Humans come in all shapes and sizes. If nice is out of reach, just do neutral. And we do this every day. 
your brain is going to give you all the negative shit first. It's been doing it for years and years and years, most likely, if you're anything like me. It's been giving us the negative for years. We can't expect that to go away overnight. But when we hear it, we can just acknowledge it like, yep, I know you're going to say that because you've been saying it, but I have a human body. I have this one nice thing. So that's one example of how we can work on our self-esteem about our body. Our self-esteem in general, list one win, one accomplishment, one strength every day, write it down. The next time you find yourself weighed down by someone else's opinion, take a moment, realize where that's coming from, and acknowledge that to take the power back, it is an inside job, and you can 100% rebuild your self-esteem without anyone else's help. Stay tuned for part two of this series, and we're going to discuss how to further handle some of these negative comments. But for right now, think of one nice thing to say about yourself, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. Before we say goodbye, I've got some thrilling news that you do not want to miss. To celebrate the launch of the podcast, and because I love giving away gifts, we're rolling out some fabulous prizes, and you have multiple chances to win. We're talking exclusive coaching packages, one-on-one meal planning calls, planners to keep you on track, food journals for mindful eating, and even gift cards to your favorite wellness stores. So how do you get in on this? It's simple. First, listen and subscribe to the Weight Loss Made Simple podcast. Then rate and review the podcast. Last, just share the podcast on your social media. Once you've done these things, head on over to www.sugarfreemd.com forward slash podcast launch, all one word, and that's how you enter the giveaway. The deadline is November 30th, so act fast. In the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in today, and I am looking forward to our next episode. So until then, take care.